hypothetical. What if God is not coming back? What if he's already here? Then consider this. If he was standing in front of you or talking to you without it being so obvious that it was him, would you believe him? I personally remember hearing about the Messiah walking amongst the people and people not believing it's him. At the time, that seemed hard to believe. How could that be possible? But as I think about it right now, that's the only thing that is possible to not believe that a person in front of you is saying that he's God. If a person walked up to you right now and told you he was the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, he was the Alpha and the Omega, before the beginning, with no beginning and with no end. If a person told you that he's not just a God or has, you know, we are all God and no, he's the one, the definite, the definite article, the most high, Yah, Yahweh, the father of Abraham, Isaac, and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What would you say? I mean, really, this is a real question. We can call it a hypothetical, but a real question. What would you say? What's your answer? What's your response? Well, I got a story to tell. And while, while, while I know most of you, even the chosen whom I'm talking to, won't believe it. It's the truth. And I can only base things off of my experience. I've been running and ducking and dodging to speak about this topic, hopingly, because it's insane. There's people around right now as I speak, and I'm, well, you know what? I really don't even care that they're here anymore. I did before. I shared a piece of it with a couple people and one of those people said that I was schizophrenic. But I have a story to tell. I am that I am. I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know much at all, but I am. All this time, 
people teach us so many things that's not right. That's not accurate. I, they don't do it purposely. Uh, people don't can teach what they know. People teach with love to their offspring. But you merge that with ignorance and only teaching what you know and no self-work or limited self-work. You get locked into things such as the Bible. Yeah, I said it. To many, the Bible is God. If God is standing in front of them and tell them to put the Bible down, stop praying for a minute, just listen. They will think that's blasphemous, but it's God in front of you telling you to do that. I use parents as another example. I lived my whole life under my mom's roof, under my mom's rule. When it was time for me to go to college, my mom gave me several tests. Make sure I was ready. Am I going to lock the doors? As my grandma would say, am I going to accept wooden nickels? Am I going to get taken advantage of? Am I going to put my drink down somewhere so somebody can spike it with something that I don't do? She started testing me more pronounced. I passed every test. When I finally went off to the university of my choice, I didn't need to take a Bible of my mom. I mean, she gave me the Bible, but I didn't have to take a mama's Bible. The reason for that is for 17, 18 years, she was putting into me everything I needed to know. And even minus those years, just by naturally being her son. I already start off with a baseline of things that I'm willing to do and not willing to do. Just by being her son. Without learning anything. But she taught me so many great things. How to be saved, how to treat everybody with respect even ignorance deserve respect be a leader so many things of high quality she taught me she stayed up so many nights while she may have been smoking a cigarette and drinking a Pepsi she would keep me in the room at the foot of her bed or on the floor in the corner as I listened with my head suddenly dropping over from just being exhausted because it's two, three o'clock in the morning. She's telling me so many things. Teaching me. And I'm listening. Even when I'm tired, I'm running around playing basketball, trying to get out of there as fast as I can. She think I'm not listening, but I heard everything she said. So when I went off to MSU... I didn't need to take a Bible of my mom because everything was inside. People, and I'm talking to the ones I'm talking to, put the Bible down for a minute. Not only is there information about us in multiple places, put it down for a minute. It's like I was listening to someone talk about reparations. This dude, he runs a, well, I don't want to say anybody's name, but he runs a diaspora channel. And he, you know, many people talk. I support these people still because they, they, I just support them. But I don't agree with everything. People saying, you give me reparations, give me $2 million, I'll leave the country. Give me, give me, give me. 
We're, we're never going to grow up, man. We're never going to get it. I don't really mean never. I just, when I hear stuff and people think they're saying something so empowered, but it's weak. Evil would never give the chosen anything. <laughs> we'll never be restored through evil. We will never receive reparations through evil. Evil won't take a time out and be nice. We've been looking for that. Our 40 acres and the mule is still not in our hands. But who gave us 40 measly acres? Who gave us one mule? Who? Did the father give us that? Our inheritance, our power, our strength cannot be given to us, repaid to us, restored to us by evil people. Even if they gave you $2 million, that $2 million is blood money. It will not prosper. It's an oasis in the desert. You may think it's an oasis, but you're still surrounded by the desert. Put the Bible down. Don't quote scriptures. Fast. I'm fasting for a year. How about you and you? Fast from the Bible, quoting scriptures. Even praying for a year, can you do it? Now, if you just said in your mind, that's ridiculous, that's asinine, we're not ready yet. Because what if the Father is telling you to do it? Would you listen to it? Or are you so stuck on the Bible that you'll even tell the Father, no, I gotta keep my. Put it down for a minute. There's nothing in there for us anymore. Not at this moment. We know all we need to know, even though we know nothing. We know we know nothing. But one thing we do know we know we're the chosen ones. Put it down for a minute. Quit reading about him. Quit learning his word. Learn yours. We can quote everything about the Father, supposedly. But how many hairs are on your head right now? Exactly how much blood is in your veins? How many breaths have you taken in your whole life? How many times have you said the word and this week? How much rain, exactly the amount, how much rain has fallen in your lifetime? Have you ever been behind the sun? If we don't know these things about ourselves and what's around us, how can we possibly know anything about the Father? We don't know anything about ourselves. You can't answer that question. And I definitely can't answer the question. But you know who can? The Most High. He can answer it. So do we need to focus so much on Him? Just trying to prove how much we love Him? 
Or do we as the chosen need to now focus on ourselves and prove how much we love ourselves by focusing on ourselves? The Father cannot be insulted by us. He cannot be. He's not intimidated by saying, I can do it by myself. You think the Father don't want us to say, I can do this? Once again, put it into simplest terms. You think a parent, a mom, a dad want their kid to always be needy? Or do the parent want to see their child grow up and be able to do things on their own? That doesn't mean that the child doesn't love them. The parent is proud that the child has grown up and capable of doing things and making it through things and having the strength and courage of their own. They're actually more proud that way. If I stayed in my dad's house my whole life, and he loves me, he's proud of me, he said, yeah, man, he's my son, and yeah, he lives with me, and this, 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 he'll talk proud of me for whatever it is I do to make him proud. But imagine that same dad walking to my house, and it's a big, huge, beautiful house that I went through the whole process of doing myself, and and I got this family, or I got this house, and I got something. And my dad comes in. Now he's a guest. He's following my rules. And my dad is so proud to follow my rules because his son has become a man. Awakening is not where we are. We're in the kingdom. Put the Bible down and put the praying down for a moment and become a man. A spiritual man. Can you do it? Or do we keep hiding behind the Bible that we trust and believe somebody somewhere is telling us that we need to focus so much on? We need to fight each other because you're reading more than the Bible and you're just reading the Bible and you when it's all nonsense. Think it's not, not nonsense? When Adam was crafted and created, he wasn't crafted and created with the Bible attached to him. That leads me to a whole nother point. Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell is a figment of our imagination. I'm not going to heaven. And the way that I talk, I know I heard you. I know you're not. That's right, I'm not. I'm not going to heaven. That's not a place for me. Nor am I going to some hell. Hades, Pluto, whatever people want to call it. I'm not going there either. Adam was created right here. He was given domain over this place right here. He wasn't made in heaven. Nor was he made in some hell place someplace. It was made right here. This was his gift and his blessing. And we ruined it. We destroyed it. How can we look to escape and get to some other place that's never been for us? And we destroy what we have. The new world's coming like a bride adorned for a groom. I don't want that either. There's got to be a place for all the hellions to go to, even if that's me. Let them take it. Let them have the pave, the streets paved with gold. Let them have all that beauty things. I'd rather keep what was given to me in the beginning and fix it up and do it the right way this time. Hell is no place for me, nor is heaven. Our thinking has been warped into a weakened, pathetic way of thinking. And we think we're talking power because we're quoting scriptures. All we're doing is regurgitating somebody else. It's like when people say, do research. If you're doing research, you're doing nothing. If you're searching, you're doing something. Research and all you're doing is following what somebody else said and did and discovered. 
when we go on a search. That's when life begins. Researching. Tracing somebody's steps will lead you to a place where they went. When I was little, I still admire my big brother, but I used to walk in his footsteps as he went to school first. And I went to school after him, and I would see his footprints in the snow during the wintertime. And I would do my best, because his legs were longer than mine, but I would do my best to walk in each one of his prints. But he went to a different school, so his prints stopped where the bus picked them up, and then I lost his prints. They disappeared. But I was in elementary school, and I was going to a different place. So if I stayed following his prints, I would have stayed stuck in that same place where he got on the bus, because that's where the footprints ended. But my path led me to a school that was further away. So I would have missed my learning, my blessing, my journey. And even though my brother was great, I couldn't retrace his steps. I didn't have to rediscover walking. I didn't have to start from scratch. I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. I just didn't need to walk in his shoes. Everything has its place. The research is over. We gotta walk ourselves now. Put the Bible down for a minute. Stop quoting scriptures for one year. Stop praying for one year. Stop asking. Meditate. Focus your mind on what it is you want. Discover your power that the Father has already given you. That you didn't know was behind the wall. Working in Hollywood, I saw so many people try to get on. And I would see so many people. Yo, they say I they it's always a random day. You know, they say I sound like Big, or you know, they say I sound like Alicia Keys. They say, they say I say, they say I sound they 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 say they say. Who do you sound like? What's your sound? So many people will come to our apartment, my roommate and I, because we did a lot of good things in Hollywood. So a lot of people will come to us because we knew a nice amount of people and could possibly introduce them to somebody more powerful than us. And it'd be these dudes, you know, you think they're just hanging out, but they, when it's time to rap or something, they get real focused, like trying to say it loud so everybody can hear them. And you know, Pac said, then Big said, then, 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 then. And I'm like, okay, well, what did you say? What did you say? We don't need to hear what Pac sound like, or what Big sound like, or what Jay sound like, what Nas sound like, what 3003 stacks sound like. What do you sound like? We don't need you to quote scriptures from the good book. I can read that myself. What do you say? Who are you? You think I'm wrong? Imagine you're facing judgment and it's the father. Forget me, I'm nobody. Imagine the father is standing there and he's asking you, who are you? What is your Bible inside of you? What is your scripture? And all you can do is quote his lyrics all you can do is quote his lyrics. Even if you get in, do you think you'll be at the top of the list? What if there's a person, okay, I read the Bible, I, I, I listen to that music. But I'm Missy Elliott, I'm Kanye West. I'm creating a whole different sound, I'm Ray Charles. I'm Sly Stone. I'm creating a whole different sound. I'm Stevie. 
I created a whole different sound. I'm George Clinton. I'm James Brown. I discovered the one. You have to forgive me for assuming that the father would like that better than somebody quoting all his lyrics. I'm talking to whom I'm talking to. I'm not talking to somebody who don't believe in the father or this. I'm talking to the chosen ones. Everybody else, you keep your good book. You need it. The chosen ones don't right now. The moment has come to lead. How do I know this stuff? What if I were to tell you I'm the thief in the night? What if I told you that? What if I told you the words that I'm telling you are spoken from God himself? It's a direct quote. Would you believe me? You believe in God, right? Every day you got the Bible and you're breaking down all these scriptures. You're doing all this good talking. You got hundreds of people on your live and you're doing this. It's going out all over the world. You know so much. Do you know that God is telling you something right now? I am the one you've been praying to. I'm the one the whole world has been looking forward to seeing. I didn't come through the front door. I was already here and never left. The house was built around me. You hear me? I'm the foundation. The house was built around me. I never left. The one who's looking in the sky are looking at the front door. That's not how I came back. When you stop looking up to the sky, looking for your redemption to fall like rain, you will see that it's right inside. It never left. I'm telling you the truth. I am that I am. The kingdom is here. And it didn't come how you thought it was going to come. Came through a person who don't even know who he is in full. I just trust what I heard. I just got to the point where I get something so much, so fast, so frequently, so overwhelming, so crazy. I just decided not to run from it, listen to it. And I discovered something just by listening focusing on myself and not trying to impress God someplace because I can't impress him I can't impress him by the way I think I can impress him I just simply listened followed every direction even though it's uncomfortable and I found out something that I can't read in the Bible. That I got no visitor to show up and say, yeah, it's you, you're right. I'm like a cartoon who walked off of a cliff 
and still walking because I haven't looked down. The moment I look down, I might fall to the ground. But I haven't looked down yet. I'm just trusting. I'm the golden child. I'm the chosen of the chosen. I was laid dormant. I didn't leave. All the people who said God left turned his head, turned his back on the people he loved, on the chosen. They know nothing. The love is so deep that the Father stayed right here to experience all this hatred and ill will and beatings and suffocation and shootings and starvation and war right along with you not on the throne. A throne is a place for a king, but there's no place for God. God has work to do. But all the work that's left for you to think he has to do has already been done. There's nothing new under the sun. There's one brother who's sincere, who always say the father's getting ready, getting ready, he getting ready, he getting ready. But if you check out his content, just based on my account, it's more than five years saying what God is getting ready to do. How long does it take the most powerful being, the supreme being, father of all things, the creator, how long does it take him to do anything? It don't take years. Time is something that was brought with sin. Time can't even go where the chosen are going. Not even time can go there. So if you focus on things based off time, time can't even go into forever. Time can't make it into eternity. Time can't make it into the kingdom. I sit outside of time. I sit within time to be with you until you come with me where time never exists again. You can spend countless moments doing nothing and it feels the greatest you can spend countless moments in prayer and meditation you can spend countless moments fasting and dancing singing swimming drawing painting and it never gets boring because there's no time limitations time can't go where you're going Israel The good book is not going where you're going either. Sorry to tell you this. It's out of date. It can't go. There's a new story being written. You're looking into the past. I am forever. the father himself in the little kid's body who didn't know all of the chosen has stardust has peace it's like my mom and my dad I have their DNA but I'm not my mom, nor am I my dad, but I have them inside of me through chemistry. All of the chosen has the DNA of the father. That's an unbelievable power within itself. 
The Father is not intimidated by you reaching the highest level that you possibly can. Because all things that's ever been created collectively reaching their highest is not even a mark on the Father's foot. He has no intimidation. We don't need to talk as sinners or servants. Humble servant, what? How can a servant lead the people? We've been brainwashed into forgetting who we are. We're more than kings. We have the DNA of God in each one of us, but let me tell you something that's been hard for me. I don't just have the DNA. I am the DNA. And I can't prove it. I can't show you some magic trick. I can't do something to show you right now that this dude is not just crazy. Did this nigga just say he's God? No. God just said he's God and I am. I'm the one you pray to. I'm the one you think about. I'm the one whose face you want to see. I can't prove it to you. The Messiah was an example of me. He walked amongst us. Nobody knew it was him. Not even the disciples knew it was him. He had to prove himself. He had to prove himself. He's God in the flesh. But he had to prove himself. Why? It's because all the believers don't believe. But the day you do believe, that's the day when you see the kingdom. I have no fear of being condemned and shunned, turned off, made fun of, not paid attention to. I have no fear that even if I'm wrong and I got what I heard incorrect, I have no fear what the Father would do to me for believing that I am the most high power. I have no fear because I am. And even though I'm an infant, In my restoration, I hope you'll listen to me without mocking me or making fun of me. Because the moment will intersect with truth. And when the moment intersects truth, you'll be on the outside looking in, hoping that I can forgive you. And I will, especially if you're chosen. But how great would it be if you believe now? I had to believe some crazy things to see what's behind the walls of me. I had to believe some crazy things and do something that I had no plan to do. I left the land I was born in to go to a 
far, far place where I don't even speak the language even now. Somehow, some way, everything I was led to do, I did it. And the results are far greater than what my imagination could have imagined. And still I have no proof or reward or anything to show you. You can make fun of me, but I hope you listen to me instead. People say walk out on faith, trust. It's easy to do when we're asking for a thousand dollars in a refrigerator. But if you found out that you're God himself and it's time to make that announcement, even if it's small steps such as this, would you do it? The mockers go away and I'm talking to the chosen. What I'm not doing is deceiving or tricking or lying or making up something. That's what I'm not doing. And many can say I got it wrong or whatever. But wouldn't it be beautiful if you just believe me? Because I believe me. And I'm telling you the truth, 100% truth. All the names you call God, the most powerful being, the whatever you say, it is I who you've been praying to. It is I who you've been talking to. And I'm not coming back. I never left. We've all been lied to. We've all been covered up in dirt. But when you clean yourself off, you can see the diamond that you are. You've been waiting on me to do this. And I'm doing it. I put my fear aside. I put my fear aside to do this. And if the mockers and scoffers can leave, and even the people who don't believe me or think I got it wrong, but if you can just hold on a moment and just imagine that it's you who's tapped on the shoulder about what you know to be God's voice, his presence, his power, his smell. And he tells you this. You're the one I've been waiting for. You're the one I asked for. You're going to take over in forever. You're my final resting place. This is not a partnership. You will take over in forever. This is not a partnership. I just ask that you do one thing. Rest one day. And then later, the other thing was told was, don't delegate. What if you were told that you're the only one that's going to feel pain in forever? You'll be in charge of wiping all the tears away. You'll even be in charge of what to do with the ones who won't make it into the kingdom. Where do they go? I didn't even think about that until recently. 
everything is you. What if he told you the new world is a blank canvas for you to paint in the way that you want it to be painted? What if you were told you're the chosen of the chosen? What if you're taken to the mountaintop, such as Dr. King said? Because I do believe people can see where they're going. And you see something greater than greatness can ever be. I can't explain it to you. What if you go and be taken to see so many things from your life that you know happened, but you don't remember them? And you keep hearing, this is why it's you. And you see some other great moment, something you did that was so genuine. This is why it's you. What if you keep hearing, go farther? And you pray and say, man, I'm going crazy, man. This, this, just let this stop, man. Go farther. This is real. What if you're pleading and crying and begging for it to stop and there's nothing can stop it? There's nothing that can change what it is. It's you. What if you're told to leave your country and go do something, even have a daughter, and you didn't want to do that anymore? You just go do, this is why it's you. Go do all these things. What if you don't understand why am I in this land? What, 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 what? But yet you still do everything you heard and you keep saying, this is why it's you. What if you don't hear the voice of God anymore because he told you? It's you. The voice you've been hearing your whole life is you. There's never been an outside God. Others have been praying to you. What if you hear that? What if you heard that? With the voice that you, and I'm talking to the chosen ones, that you truly trust and believe what if you hear this every day of your life what if outside people say I don't believe you and you got something wrong and even a close person to you say I don't believe anything you say I think you're schizophrenic what if you heard that and yet you still move forward what if the things in your life are overall great, but still not what you want, and you don't understand why it hasn't happened yet, and you still move forward? What if you're told that you're God and you don't really see any power that you have to do anything besides the regular power you have that you know about within yourself? What would you do? What would you do if you were me? Before you make fun of me, really ask yourself these questions. If you really believe in the Most High, people, it's easy to say all praises to the Most High. It's like if you go to a basketball game or a concert, and when the star is on the stage, you're screaming and yelling because they're so far away. It's like this distance feeling where you can do that, but if you write up on someone, you don't act the same. You don't act the same than you do when you're in an audience with tons of people screaming. When you're two inches away from a person, you won't act the same. When you're just having a conversation, and you, especially after you get to know the person, you've been knowing them for three months or a year, would you be the same groupie fan after you've known a person for 10 years and can talk with them anytime you want? So it's easy to say all praises to the Most High. It's easy to say how much you love the Father because it's this distant idea. But how many people will walk up to me and tell me they love me with the same energy you say in your mind to something you've never seen before? How many people say they trust the Father no matter what He says or does or where he leads you 
And if I ask you to trust me with this one, how many people will trust me that I'm God himself? I know it sounds crazy. I know. But I've accepted it. If I should be crazy, at least I spent my life searching, not researching. And every step of the way along the way, I've done the right things. I'm not saying this for glory. I'm not saying this for money. I'm not saying this for women or cars or homes or to rip off anybody or to mislead anybody. I finally have the courage to say, I am the one you've been talking to, praying to, wanting to see. I am Yah. I am God Almighty. I am the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. I am all things. Everything is me. And I never left. I don't know what's really next. And that might sound crazy coming from a person who just said he's God. But I don't know. But this is a major step in the answer. As I speak, I hear so many people dismissing me and making fun of me or not even listening to this. Some things I posted on these sites get eight views and six of them are mine. So maybe this would be the same. But there's nothing that I do that can be in vain. So simply by me taking this risk, taking this step, I've already taken a gigantic leap into forever. This is my reality. This is really my reality. I wish I had a friend to trust me and believe me because it's lonely here. Has anybody ever thought how lonely God might be? Well, let me tell you for sure. I'm lonely. But I have work to do. And this is a big part of it.